to the best of my knowledge, the kinds of things they picked up are things that from 1974 and stray papers. There may be something else I don't know. There may be a lot of things you don't know, little mister. Wow, what a slow news day it is for a Friday. I got a little news scratch fever. Thank you, Ted Nugent, for kicking things off. Friday, Luya to you. It is Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. As you know, Chris went to Chicago yesterday to his old hometown, my old hometown, and had a night with some of you. So I'm sure he's wishing he were here today on this momentous historic occasion. And some of it's good history, some of it's really irritating history. I believe in the end, it's going to be very embarrassing history for Democrats or who, for people who believe that they are on the right side of history. And I think they're going to be proven to be on the very, very wrong side of history. Looking at the covers of the um, newspapers, the big newspapers around the country, I think the New York Post got it right, got it most right. I'll put up a uh, a full shot of the picture of the New York Post cover if you haven't seen it. It uh, headline reads, Hail to the Thieves. Hail to the Thieves. And it has Donald Trump on the left and Joe Biden on the right. Trump indicted for taking classified documents. And then Ukrainian bizman, I bribed Biden for $10 million. There are no coincidences in life. There are no coincidences in life and no coincidences in politics either. This is unbelievable to me. And yet, not unexpected. When we saw this week the dropping of the alien news report, remember the story that came out earlier? The alien whistleblower came out and said, oh, yes, we have alien spacecraft. And he had Michael Schellenberger on board uh, pitching that story as well and telling everybody, I've talked to the whistleblower and now he's come forward. And I said, hold on a second. Something big is coming. Something very big is coming if we are distracting everybody with aliens, because that's really the one thing that left, right, middle can all agree on. We want to know if there's extraterrestrial life out there that's visited the planet. We all want to know. Well, not all of us. There's a couple people who actually believe in their hearts that those green men have been here and they're here among us now. And uh, I, I looked at that, and there's more on that today, as a matter of fact. There's more on the aliens today, and we'll get to that. And we'll get to so much audio just in the last 12 hours, so many stories that have broken on both the indictment of Donald Trump and what should be a criminal case against Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. and his entire crime family. But um, the aliens... It's a distraction, people. It is a huge distraction meant to take you away from what's really happening. And it truly is, I believe, a a representation of the weaponization of our government against an opposing political opponent. Absolutely. There's no other way to look at it. And if you disagree with me or if you have uh, additional 
evidence that might raise questions or thoughts and theories that might raise questions, you're, of course, welcome to join the conversation on The Chris Plant Show at 888-630-9625-888-630-9625. Mr. Trump declaring his innocence on Truth Social virtually immediately and uh, the, the happy dance being done in the green rooms and the makeup rooms at MSNBC and CNN. It got them quickly off climate change. They've forgotten about climate change again. You probably won't hear much about climate change on MSNBC and CNN for at least a couple of days through Tuesday when Donald Trump arrives for um, his indictments in Florida. And we don't even have, we do not even have the full text of the indictments. We've just been told, well, there's seven of them. And they put out the word that made, I guess, Lawrence O'Donnell and Rachel Maddow and everybody over at MSNBC just do spins in their in their makeup chairs while they're getting their hair and makeup done. Does Rachel Maddow get makeup? I don't know. And the word is espionage. Espionage. This is a carefully crafted attack on a credible candidate, which which they know, they know Donald Trump would absolutely give Joe Biden a run and in many cases probably easily beat him, depending on what other crazy stories they pull out. But the serious issue here is the word espionage, I think. And that's what the left is going to focus on. That's what the left is going to absolutely focus on. Because espionage then brings up historical cases of tearing down our country. Historical attacks on America and the cases of people who we wanted killed. We wanted them hanged in public for betraying the country, for selling state secrets, whatever. If Donald Trump is convicted of violating the Espionage Act, which I certainly don't see it, and most legal experts don't see it either. That will ignite the Democrats and the far left. And anyone who supports him will be, will be called a supporter of espionage. Yeah, you're supporting a spy. You're supporting a guy who betrayed the country. This was a well-crafted attack. This is a well-crafted attack on an opposing political candidate. And I, I have to give the Democrats credit for it. They chose the right word. We can look at all of this. We can look at all of this from 30,000 feet and look at how this uh, whole thing laid out and then was put forth. But yesterday, why yesterday? Because we were told it was going to happen. The indictment was going to be handed down sometime between Thursday of this week, which was yesterday, and sometime next week, maybe Wednesday of next week. And that's all we knew. And then suddenly the Trump camp, the Trump lawyers released, well, we were told we we're going to be indicted. And then Donald Trump released his story. But as that was going on, it just happened to be on the same day that the um, – the GOP managed to get a sit down with the document that looks like it's 
pretty, pretty damn strong in calling Joe Biden and the Biden crime family and their claims that they never made a dime. They never, never cashed in, despite what we've seen, despite what we know, what Comer has already brought up. It just happens on the same day. What are the odds those people should go and buy lottery tickets today? Powerball tickets, Mega Millions tickets. They should all do that. And uh, surprising, there hasn't really been like a press conference on this. Joe had a press conference yesterday, but it, it wasn't about this. He, he was asked a question about it, and I, I thought he was rather dismissive in an insulting fashion. I really did. The, the event yesterday was not about this at all. And Mr. Biden had been handed a list of people to call. And as he had wrapped up the event yesterday, he had his binder closed and he had it under his arm. It was about ready to leave. And somebody actually shouted out, hey, there's damning evidence in an FBI file that you sold out the country. Well, here, here's response. Because I think it speaks volumes. The bribery allegation, Congresswoman Nancy Mace says there's damning evidence in the FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to the congressional Republicans? Where's the money? His first response is, where's the money? Where's the money? Oh, yeah, okay. Where's the money? Where's the money? You have the largest beach house in the state of Delaware. The largest beach house in the state of Delaware. Your brother's doing okay. Hunter's paintings are being sold for how much money? Well, we don't know. We're not allowed to know. But uh, Biden then goes on to deny it. I'm joking. Mr. President, it's a bunch of malarkey. It's a bunch of malarkey. Okay, that's it. The malarkey defense. Joe Biden's using the malarkey defense. Oh, man. I have to get into this because uh, a few years ago, I live in Wilmington, Delaware at the moment. And a few years ago, I saw the Bidens leaving an Audi dealership shortly after Joe had left the White House as vice president. And after he and Jill left the Audi dealership in their new car, I went over there and asked a few questions, which I'll get into because I think it speaks some curious truth. But there's a couple calls coming in, so let's uh, let's check in on the phones. Jeff is in Hagerstown, Maryland. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the Chris Plant Show. How are you, sir? I'm fine, doing well. Thank you for asking, Mike. Um, now, before I go tearing into him, I commend Jamie Raskin for beating cancer and being in remission. I would never wish that on anyone and chemotherapy to cure it. That being said, what in the heck kind of headwear is he wear, dude? It's like, what are you? Are you trying to look tough and get some street cred? Because man, you wear that in a certain neighborhood of Los Angeles, you're going to get a nine millimeter enema, bro. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, Jamie Raskin. For those of you who don't know, is a Democrat congressman. From Maryland, and he has fought. I didn't know he's in remission. God bless him for for beating cancer. Anybody who faces cancer needs all of our prayers and all of our support. And if you fight it and take chemo and radiation, etc., you lose your hair. And he's sporting a do rag. Uh, 
which I, I, the do rag I think is cooler than sporting a, a bad toupee, which we all know what a bad toupee looks like. We've all seen them. But uh, you're right. I, is he is he wearing a crip color or a blood color? Because I thought it was multicolor. I don't know. Maybe he ha- he should have a pride do rag. I'm just saying, if you're a Democrat. But apparently, Jamie Raskin's also been fibbing when he's talking about what's going on with the investigation of the Biden crime family. But we'll see. Jeff, it's a good question. But you know, it's good for you. Classy support. For uh, Raskin's health battles, I think he should retire and work on his health. That That's the same advice I give to Diane Feinstein as well. Uh, Susan in uh, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, is on the phone. Hello, Susan. Welcome to the program. Hi, welcome, and I, and I thank you for taking my call. I'd like to know where Merrick Garland is. Where's our attorney general? Shouldn't he be out front on the, on the press talking you would to think. the press? You would think that Merrick Garland would be out explaining the indictment. You would think. But I don't believe the Democrats are, f- are fully ready. And I-, I call Merrick Garland a Democrat because he is. He's a tool of the party and of the administration. I, I don't think they're fully prepared for the-, the questions they will get from journalists. And I'm talking, of course, about conservative media because the left are no longer journalists. They're, they're party apparatchiks. So I, I think they're waiting until Tuesday. And or maybe they have a press plan. Look, we're going to have the uh, we're going to have the uh, Sunday shows, which will be all over this. You know that. So I want to know where Merrick Garland is, is as well, Susan. That's an excellent question. Thank you for asking it. I also want to know where the rest of the GOP is. Many in the House have stepped forward. Mitch? Anybody wake up Mitch or was he asleep last night when this went down? We'll get into all of it. Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. And welcome to the Chris Plant Show on a Friday. Chris is out today. Mike Opelka sitting in for my buddy Chris Plant, who will return on Monday. Rest assured, he will be here to recap all of the madness from the Sunday shows and all of the aftermath of the indictment of Donald Trump yesterday. What we will hear today, there's going to be just a bunch of stuff that is going to come out today. You know that. You know that. A lot of people are focused on... uh, Next Tuesday, next Tuesday in Miami. 
And there are, are people who are now saying, well, uh, it's going to be uh, another January 6th, but it's in Miami and Donald Trump's calling out all his supporters. Well, wh- what did you expect? You indict the guy with this Bravo Sierra indictment. You stage a raid on on a property that is guarded by, protected by Secret Service. And then you you spend months trying to come up. Oh, I forgot about the staged photo that they put out. Remember the photo by the copy machine where they stacked up all the documents? Oh, these are the documents. That, that is not how they found the documents. They wanted you to believe they found them that way. So now Miami's the winner in all this. Miami's going to get some tourism out of this. There are going to be a bunch of people who will be there, obviously, to uh, witness this. And it will be a circus, but I think that's what both the uh, media wants. And uh, I I think the DOJ wants that too. And I just hope everybody behaves themselves. Let's let's not give anyone on the left any ammunition. I know they're afraid of guns anyway. And by, by the way, later in the show today, we have to talk about, we have to talk about a Gavin Newsom who proposed a new amendment yesterday. He wants a 28th Amendment to the Constitution to basically declaw the Second Amendment. But we'll get into that. I posted a picture of the New York Post today with the the shot of the front page, Hail to the Thiefs, that these uh, these guys are trying to tear us apart. Last night, Senator Tom Cotton, one of the few members of the Senate on the GOP side, one of the few members of the Senate uh, actually talked about yesterday. And he was he was on with uh, Laura Ingram and said this about the indictment of Donald Trump. The president in power can just jail his political opponents, which is what Joe Biden is trying to do tonight. We don't have a republic anymore. We don't have the rule of law. We don't have the Constitution. Our Constitution is built on the basic rule of law and due process, and nobody should be in doubt of what's happening tonight. Joe Biden and his cronies are trying to take out their chief political opponent. This has never happened before in American history. Nope. Nope, it hasn't. And if that can happen, it is truly the death of the republic. And the Democrats are, as I mentioned, trying to obfuscate and distract and make you look at things everywhere. Uh, trust me, there are more, more bread and circuses coming your way, courtesy of the Democratic Party, because they don't want you to look at what's actually happening in the economy and the culture, what's going on with your kids in schools. We'll get into all of that. You can join us too at Triple Eight. Six three zero nine six two five. It's Opelka in for Plant on the Chris Plant Show. Uh, welcome to Friday in the Chris Plant Show. It's Mike Opelka sitting in for Chris today. He'll be back on Monday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Keeping an eye on all kinds of things. As you know, the Chris Blancho based out of Washington, D.C., and you would think that the local news would be covering the uh, alleged bribery of a sitting president when he was vice president under Barack Obama very heavily or the indictments against Donald Trump. 
But no, the local Fox affiliate is all enamored with a black bear that's in a tree in uh, North D.C., Northwest D.C. I'm not sure exactly where, but <laughs> there's a bear in a tree. And I hope they have the dart squad out there. I know the local police have their their long rifles, but I hope they're they've got sleeping sleeping medication for the bear. But no, we're we're all bear coverage all the time. Because there's nothing else going on in the world. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh we will uh we will dive into more details on the uh indictment of Donald John Trump and the non-indictment, and as a matter of fact, not even really an investigation into Joe Biden and his um, his handling of classified documents. Because, you know, a lot of people say, well, we're not really we're not really comparing the two. Well, we should be. We should be, especially when uh, Joe Biden has admitted for several years now that he violated the um, the issue he referred to as totally irresponsible. Remember when he was on the PBS NewsHour with Judy Woodruff talking about this? Judy? You said just possessing classified documents is, you said, totally irresponsible. So what was totally irresponsible about the fact that you had some? What they've informed me not to speak to this issue to any way try to prejudice the investigation that's going on. No, that's not why they told you not to speak to this issue. They told you not to speak to this issue because generally when you speak, you say dumb stuff and you will dig yourself into a hole deeper. But yes, the current president talked about the former president and said just possessing classified documents is, quote, totally irresponsible. Judy Woodruff even looked at her PBS provided notes that probably came from the DNC. But they've instructed me not to speak on this issue. That was several months ago. And yesterday, well, do you remember when Joe Biden was asked in the past when he was returning from Camp David? Not that long ago. It was just a few days ago after he fell down. Maybe he didn't remember everything. But they asked him uh, about taking blame for the mishandling of classified documents. So he said, started to answer. He goes, uh, again, uh, and then paused as if someone whispered in his ear, uh, just say no and we'll wait to get the whole report, Joe. Let's keep moving, moving, get in the house, get in the White House. There's ice cream. So this is... Uh, just showing you the double standards that exist and you, you know about this show and its, stan its stance on double standards. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I see uh, the phones are lighting up today, which is a great thing. It's an excellent thing. Let's, um, let's check in with Mark in Largo, Maryland. Hello, Mark. Welcome to the Chris Plant Show. Hey, hey, how you doing, buddy? Everything I'm good. good. What's how up? You doing? I'm doing great. I'm you happy know, to be here. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. The, the, the demonic Democratic Party, as soon as the president got in, I, I'm just going to say at a local intelligence community agency, a staffer broke her heel 
and was told, I don't know if you know this, I don't know if everybody at WMAL knows this, but this, this went on then, and, and was told that no longer could contractors park on site because this person broke their heel. Now, this never happened before in all the, I don't know, 70-plus years this agency has been open. But for that instance, it happened. At, at the main building, and it was it was a travesty how it happened because I just found it amazing. And I said, this this only happens when the Democrats are in office. The other thing that's really irritating about these people is, and I will tell you this right now, and I I told the call screener this, when they realize that Donald Trump is going to be the nominee, mark my words when I say you will have another COVID issue, issue before the end of the year or by March of next year, or by no later than June of next year. Why? Because Biden's numbers are plummeting, and they figured the only thing he could win on is COVID. So if we tell everybody we have a COVID issue, we could, we could use this to galvanize, and then we could demonize the former president, how he handled it and this and that. And I'm sitting up to say, don't let this happen. Don't let, don't let the American people fall for this. Joe Biden is a joke. The de- demonic Democratic Party is a joke. I really want to say another word, but I can't say it. No, you can't. Be careful. I don't careful. want people coming after me. Yeah. <laughs> demonic Democratic Party is a joke. But, I, I, you know, and, and it's amazing because I used to vote for them, and I was all in the Obama era, loved Obama and everything else and stuff. And then you realize that the same people that you were cheering for, it's just not that. Hey, Mark, Mark, let, let, let me ask you, what was the pivot point? What made you change? Was there one day, one incident where the light went on and you went, oh, my God, we they've been giving us the okie doke. Yeah, I, I, I think there was three things. There were three things. The latter part of the Obama administration. When I prof, me personally, I prospered during the Obama administration. So, I mean, for me, it was fine. But for a lot of people around me who were under, who I knew were suffering, that started to weigh on me. The other thing, I started reading books by prominent people who were in support of the Democratic Party, highlighting everything that he had, hadn't done. And then, then I, I just looked at, at Biden and his whole thing with Juneteenth, which is coming up next weekend. Yeah. Which I think is a joke, and, and which brings me to the migrants and another thing that I can't mention because I'll, I'll have everybody coming after your show. I guarantee you the, the migrants are already getting reparations, and another group of people will get it before slaves of a country. But we get a holiday, but we won't get reparations. Well, that, and, that's a – got I got I to pause you on, on that one because we could go on and on and on and go a million different directions. Uh, reparations are a, a subject that uh, I'm not even going to open that door because I'm so against it. And I, I'm I'm going to point to all these successes, including Barack Obama, in, including so many members of government, left and right, who have succeeded despite what everyone's claiming is a systemic racism in this country. It's not there. But the you you've got enough information now, Mark, that you understand the battle we're in against the far left changing this country and the right, which wants to maintain a republic where we do have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness instead of government-mandated 
uh, support in every part of your life. And it will be mandated if we don't stop it. But I thank you. I thank you for your call. And uh, regarding COVID, there's some news today. Uh, The FDA, you might have heard of them. The FDA has pulled the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine. The FDA, just let that sink in. 19 million people, at least 19 million people in this country got the J&J one-shot jab. And now the FDA has decided to pull it. So if COVID is going to be a thing, I don't think it's going to be COVID. It could be something else that they could force a lockdown. I don't think they're going to be able to get away with putting Joey in the basement again, even though the Biden campaign has said that they're trying to make his North Delaware home the campaign headquarters. Interesting. No? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, Thank you again, Mark. Uh, Marco, staying in the M's. Marco in Springfield, Virginia. Marco, welcome to the program. Uh, I did not, um, I have to admit, I was out. I did not get to watch Newsmax uh, last night, but you did. What did I miss? Well, it was great because um, Bruce Lavelle, who was a longtime advisor to Trump, addressed the the question on your show earlier was, where's Mitch? Where are the rest of the uh, senator, uh, GOP senators and congressmen? Because Bruce Lavelle addressed it. These GOP candidates who stand a snowball's chance in hell again the nomination, like Christie and Pence, and uh, the rest of them is kind of like uh, he uh, he went to town on all of them. He said you should be standing behind Trump because he's going to get the nomination. You should stand firm with him. DeSantis, I love him, but I think he'd be a great vice presidential candidate. And uh, like I said, Bruce Lavelle addressed it, and I- I'm addressing Biden himself. You know, I think it's a joke that somebody would have something like what used to be the Delaware House on 95, used to be the Welcome Center. It's now the oh, Biden Center. I, I know. Mean, I, I mean, isn't that supposed to happen posthumously uh, after you're out of office? I've only seen it happen twice with Obama. Well, Marco. Biden, like, because this is heroes. Marco, you know? we, not, we not only have the Biden Welcome Center, it's the Joseph Biden Welcome Center on 95 as you go south of Wilmington. In Wilmington itself, the train station was renamed the Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. train station when when uh, when he was vice president. At the end of the vice presidency, they came in, they poured money into Wilmington, Delaware. There's a whole bunch of new sidewalks and curbs all over Wilmington. All of that money that we spent trying to uh, get us out of the uh, 2009 financial crisis poured into this state, this tiny state. There was an inordinate amount of money, but, you know, that's the way power works when you're in the top echelon of it. So, yeah, it is something that should be posthumous, but not in the case of Democrats. They like naming stuff after themselves. I think we only need to go back to, uh, uh, I'll, I'll get the name of the guy who named everything after himself in West Virginia before he passed away. It's, uh, it, it's in, I'm sorry? Yes. Yes, it was bird. Bird. Everything was at airports, schools, parking lots, uh, sewer covers, everything. It's just a shame. You know, let's let's wait until someone's gone and then make a decision on whether or not they've earned it or deserved it. But, yeah, uh, thank you, Bruce, for keeping an eye on Newsmax last night. I love Chris's show. I love the panel, too. It's just absolutely needed. And uh, well-deserved as well. Thank you, Marco. Uh, One more here. 
Uh, Mike in Middletown, New Jersey. By the way, Mike, are you allowed to barbecue this weekend? I heard that your uh, your king, Philip, the unaccountable, as my friend Rich calls him, has declared you're not allowed to barbecue because you might add to the smoke in the air. Well, we're going to do it anyway. I don't care what Phil Murphy says. There he you go. town over from me. Really? He's got... Yes, he does, and he has the worst new haircut I've ever seen in my life. The plugs are not working for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you haven't heard, we, you know, we had this incident with the smoke in the Northeast, and I will tell you, I was on the golf course yesterday in Wilmington, and you could smell it. It smelled like my neighbors had their fire pit working, and it's blown through, and things look pretty good today, and they'll clear up, but thank you, Canada, for not managing yeah. your forest lands. But the governor of New Jersey told people we just we can't be barbecuing. I guess they're going to release the barbecue patrol on the state. They're going to go around and, and drive a bunch of cars that are polluting the air in order to catch people who are barbecuing in their backyards. Well, they need more tax revenue, so I'm not surprised. That's very good. Well, what is, what is the charge? What, how much is the ticket if you're going to be grilling some burgers this weekend? Do you know? I don't know offhand. I do not know. But I, I must say, I love when you fill in for Chris. I love your sense of humor. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Well, Chris and I, we go way back, and we're kind of cut from the same cloth. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a sarcasm streak that runs through the old neighborhood that we and our friends both seem to hang on to. So uh, uh, what's on your mind today, sir? I've derailed your, your call. Oh, not a problem. My, my thing is, you know why Joe is so confident and cocky? Because he knows that under the... Office of Legal Counsel's two opinions they've given in the past, they cannot indict a sitting president. So he knows his document case, they're not going to do anything with him. They can't indict him. It's just going to sit there out there and, "Eh, well, I'm not going to get touched. He knows this. Now, if he loses, they might bring charges, a fat chance, given the way this DOJ runs it. But that's why he's so cocky and confident. And what I find really pathetic is in, in these charges is that they're claiming that Trump obstructed justice. I believe Hillary Clinton, according to all reports, destroyed her servers with hammers and bleach bit. Not only the servers, her Blackberries, and her lawyers printed out their emails and then destroyed them so there's no records of them. I think that's obstruction under the, uh, the law, as I, as I could sort of make a good case for that. Yeah, that would be a freshman, uh, first-year law student case to point out that that is purely obstruction. Hillary smashing phones with a hammer, smashing everything with a hammer, using the bleach bit software and then mocking it and laughing in our faces. Absolutely. But the arrogance of the Democrats knows no bounds. And you're right. You're right. He can't be indicted until he's out of office. And that's that's not going to happen for about a year and a half. We have our work cut out for us. It is Michael Pelka. I am in for Chris Plant right here on the Chris Plant Show. It is the Chris Plant Show on a Friday, Friday, Louia to you. My name is Michael Pelka, sitting in for my buddy Chris Plant. He returns on Monday. Don't sweat it. We have so many things we have to get to today. By the way, a little woke update. A little woke update. Pottery Barn is joining the list of companies that are promoting the indoctrination of children to the trans world. Yes, Pottery Barn joining uh, Target, Bud Light, North Face, and several others. And don't they look at the stock values of these companies? Nike, too. Nike wants to come out. 
with a gender-inclusive clothing line. Nike. I, what does that even mean? I, I, is that about the bathing suits with the, the extra pocket, the women's one piece with the extra uh, tuck and cover? Is that what that's going on there? Are, is that the answer? And Dylan Mulvaney, while we're in the woke universe, Dylan Mulvaney uh, has announced that Dylan wants more brands to partner up with trans people even after the billions of dollars lost by Bud Light. These people just don't understand. They're not aware of anything outside of their their universe, which is why I think the, the title influencer is is so dangerous. That's actually a job title. There are people right now who have business cards, granted they're digital business cards, and they say, job, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm an influencer. Yeah, so are the guys that go collect bag money for uh, the bookies. And so are the guys that squeeze people for protection money for the mafia, if there were a mafia. Uh, I see the phones are absolutely bubbling today. We'll get to it. Let's let's grab a couple before we wrap up this hour. Tony is in Tampa, Florida. Hello, Tony. Welcome to the Chris Plant Show. Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm good, sir. We're fighting an uphill. We're fighting an uphill battle. I'll tell you why. For eight years, we had Obama, and his GDP number was zero point five. I have a percent. In comes Donald Trump, and he jacks it up from zero from half a percent. To almost three percent, yeah. And then the media starts to beat down on him. The the media, the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, starts to beat down on him, and uh, he's gone. A man, a man who, who took zero, a half a percent GDP, and jacked it to almost three percent, which is almost unheard of. Uh, he's beat down by the media and the American sucker. Sucking his thumb, listening to the uh, uh, listening to uh, the media, uh, they 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 buy uh, they buy almost everything that the media tells them, and then they vote they vote one of the greatest presidents that we've ever had. You're not wrong, Tony. You're not wrong. You're just out of time. And uh, let's not forget there was a pandemic in there sitting on Donald Trump's head as well. So the media on his back, the pandemic on his head. Against all odds, he still kept America together. We'll get into this next hour. So Pelka in for Plant on the Chris Plant Show. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.